I see this so often online. People are saying like, oh, I have a Facebook group and I have boxer coaching and I have daily support. These are all features and benefits. And I hate to break it to you. Every coach and every mentor out there has that. So what is your transformation that your offer provides? What is the transformation that your program or your service provides? Because that's what people pay for. That is what is going to make your next offer and your next launch so much more successful. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I am so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn how to sell in a way that feels good and brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you were doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, and you just want to sell in a way that feels fun without feeling salesy. Hey, I'm Jillian. I am your fellow sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in a corporate sales pace, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales. I quickly shifted to the online space where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've now also helped hundreds and hundreds of other online entrepreneurs grow and scale their business and also explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about one of my favorite things, and it's actually not sales. It's actually launching and creating offers because once you're good at creating offers and once you are good at launching, sales becomes so much easier. But there is some do's and don'ts that come into place when creating your next offer so that your launch goes easier and so that your sales become simpler. So let's break it down today for you on this episode. Okay, let's talk about the do's first. You do wanna ask your audience what they want. Now, this is not so that you can only create things that your audience wants because it definitely has to feel in alignment to you. Let me give you an example of this. If my audience only wanted me to talk about, let's say sales mindset, I would not create offers around that because that's not something that energetically really lights me up. But I am going to ask my audience what they need help with, what they're really struggling with, what their desires are, what their pain points are, what they're trying to achieve in their business, right? And you can do this really simple. You can do it through polls. You can do it through engagement questions. You can do it through your Facebook You can actually even keep a list of things that your current clients are asking you. So I actually keep a notes app open on my phone and it is current client questions. And I will take notes of all the current things that my clients are asking me. So for an example, right now, one of the things that my clients are asking over and over and over is how do you sell multiple things at once without getting burned out? Well, that will be an offer that I create. I might create something that is like how to sell consistently without burning out your audience because that is what my audience is asking me for. Another example my audience asks me for a lot is how did you start to do micro offers? How did you start to dip your toes into these mini offers? 
So I might do something that is like, you know, how to bring in micro offers into your current business model. So again, really asking your audience what they want, but then also really listening to what it is that they say that they want. The next one is warming up your audience. You're going to want to think of this as foreplay and like, ladies, come on, we all love a little foreplay, but you want to do this by thinking ahead and you want to start to really bring them along with you. I want you to think about this podcast, right? If you've been in my world, I foreplayed with you on the on the podcast. I brought you along on the journey. I was like, something's coming. Which picture do you like? What name do you like? What colors do you like? What fonts do you like? What uh, background do you like? I really brought my audience along with me so that I was like warming them up when something was coming. It wasn't just like all of a sudden I was like, bam, here's a podcast. I was warming you up. I was foreplaying the entire time so that my audience was ready when I had it. The same thing happened with Sales and Social, my mastermind. So Sales and Social is the name of my podcast, but Sales and Social is also the name of my rolling mastermind. And if you have not heard about it or you're not in it, definitely send me a DM because it is a phenomenal, phenomenal program. But I did the same thing with Sales and Social Mastermind. I brought my audience along with me. I asked them what they wanted. I asked them the name. I asked them the guest speakers. I said, you know, something is coming. I brought them along on the journey with me so that when I did launch it, my audience wasn't surprised. They weren't like, oh, now she has an offer. They almost expected it. And that is why week one of Sales and Social, I actually brought 24 people into it because my audience was warmed up. So often what I see is that you have this offer, right? Let's, let's talk about this. You have this offer that you're creating and you're the only one that knows about it. And then all of a sudden you put it out to your Instagram stories or you put it out to your Facebook group or you put it out to your email list. And that's, it's cold. It's like putting out an offer that no one's ever even heard about. So I want you to think about how much better it would be if you were able to actually warm that audience up. Start to speak to your audience as an expert before you ever ask anybody to buy from you. So maybe you are a launch queen. Maybe you are a mindset expert. Maybe you are a storytelling guru. Maybe you are the go-to person for CFO. Before you ever launch something, Make sure your audience knows that you are the go-to person and that you are the expert in this space. So again, I see this a lot. Um, you know, you're an entrepreneur in the space, you're a coach, and all of your content is like you and your dog and your husband and your trip to Disney and all these things. And all of a sudden you come out with a program and you're like an expert in X, Y, and Z. Maybe you're an expert in mindset or ADHD or storytelling or CFO or bookkeeping or whatever it is. And your audience is like, oh, I didn't even know that she did that. You want to let your audience know well before you launch something that you're the go-to person in the space. And how do you do this? You do it through content. You do this through showing up in your stories. You do this through what I love to call value in advance. And this is where you're teaching you're showing, you're being that go-to person well before you ever ask anybody to actually buy from you. You can do this in Instagram videos. You can do this in getting on podcasts. You can do this in free and paid masterclasses. There's so many ways. 
So some of you guys may know my story. Some of you guys may not know my story. I actually showed up in my Facebook group for almost four months before I ever asked anybody to ever make an investment in me. Why? Because this is called value in advance. I was giving my audience so much value in advance. I was letting them know that I was the go-to person for sales, organic marketing, messaging, clarity, ideal client work, all of these things before I ever said, would you like to invest in me? So a great question to ask yourself right now is, are you showing up in a space right now for free that people are gaining knowledge from you, but even more important that they're like, oh, she's the go-to person for this. Again, value in advance. Next one, which is one of my favorites, and unfortunately, one that I see so many people actually not do. And a lot of people don't do this. I'm assuming it's probably because of the way that they're built, maybe their human design, maybe uh, their personality type, but we need to sell it before we create it. And let me explain to you what this means. You create a course, you put it on Kajabi, or you put it on Shine Pages, or you put it on Thinkific or you put it on your website and you haven't sold it yet. You don't have market proof. You don't have social proof. Nobody has actually even told you that they want it. And now you've put all this time, energy, effort, money, resources, and a platform into something that we don't even know that your audience wants. Then you come to me and you're like, hey, Jillian, you're the sales queen. Can you help me sell this? And I say to you, does your audience even want this? And you're like, well, I don't know, but I thought it was a great idea. So I created it. That's really not how you want to market something and how you want to do it, right? Think about the big companies that are out there, Apple, Lululemon, Nike. They do years and years of market research before they just throw something out to the market. So you want to sell it before you create it. This is also going to save you so much time, energy, money, and effort. So Again, going back, asking your audience, what do they want? What do they need? What are those things? And you might be listening to this podcast right now and you might be saying, okay, well, how do I do market research? You can do market research so many ways. There are thousands and thousands and thousands, probably millions of Facebook groups that you can go in to ask market research questions. You can ask your own network. You can ask people inside of coaching programs. You can ask uh, people on your Instagram. You can ask people in your own community. Like there are so many ways to do market research questions. You can also look at what other people are doing and see if it's been done. So a lot of people say like, oh, well, I don't want to do that because it's already been done. No, that's actually good because it's proof of concept. It's social proof that it's actually working. So that's something that we actually want to do is we want to sell it before we actually ever create it. Okay, so those are the do's. Those are some of the things that I would like you to start doing for your next offer so that your launch can be successful, so that we can generate some revenue in your business. But there's also some don'ts. So let's talk about some of the don'ts that will make your next launch and your next offer be more successful. We do not want to talk about just the features and the benefits. So people do not buy features and benefits. People pay for solutions. So I am wearing a gray sweatshirt right now from Lululemon. I do not know what it's made of. I don't know what country it was from. I don't know anything about the features and benefits of this sweatshirt, but I know how it makes me feel. 
I know how I feel when I went into the store. I know how I feel when I put it on and I have that little logo on the back. I know the quality of it. So again, you want to speak to the solution of what it is that you're doing, not just the feature and the benefit. I see this so often online. People are saying like, oh, I have a Facebook group and I have boxer coaching and I have daily support and I have a Slack group and I have a Mighty Networks and I have all of these things. These are all features and benefits. And I hate to break it to you. Every coach and every mentor out there has that. We all have Facebook groups. We all have Boxer Coaching. We all have Zoom calls. We all have that. So what is your transformation that your offer provides? I like to call it like, what is your transformation statement? And if you don't know that, send me a DM. Let's walk through that together. What is the transformation that your program or your service provides? Because that's what people pay for. And again, that is what is going to make your next offer and your next launch so much more successful. Another great tip I'd love to give you on this podcast is selling the benefit of the benefit. So what does this mean? So let's say in your next offer, you say, so we have a Facebook group. That's a, that's a benefit, okay? But what is the benefit of the benefit? The benefit of the benefit is we have a Facebook group so you can be linked in with other entrepreneurs on the same journey as you. That's selling the benefit of the benefit. We have 24-hour boxer support so you can never feel like you're alone in the entrepreneurial journey. That's selling the benefit of the benefit. So if you are going to talk features and benefits, I encourage you to do what I call so you can, that's the phrase, so you can blank and talk about what the so you can benefit is of your feature and your benefit. The next one is stop spending so much time building landing pages, sales pages, websites, all of those things, because I hate to break it to you, if you don't have people coming to those places, it's never going to sell. The amount of people that come to me and say, I just launched a course and it's on my website. Can you help me sell it? I would have millions and millions and millions of dollars if I had $100 from the time somebody said that to me. And the first question that I say is, where are your people? Where is your community? Where are the people that were driving to the website, to the landing pages, to the sales pages? Because you can put the best offer in the planet out on your website, but if you don't have people going there and you don't have community and you don't have relationships, it's going to fall flat. So I encourage you to spend more time building relationships, more time getting to know people, more time networking, more time building community then you're ever going to spend building a website, a landing page, or a sales page. I do not have a website, okay? I've never had a website. I do not have any sales pages for any of my offers other than sales and social mastermind. And the only reason that I have it for sales and social mastermind is because it got to the point that I was answering so many questions in the DMs that I literally was spending so many minutes sending people messages that I was like, I have to just have something simple that I can send people. But up until sales and social mastermind, I've never had a sales page because you don't need it. 
You absolutely don't need it. What you need to be doing is having conversations with people, letting them know that you can solve their problems and letting them know that you can help them. I literally just closed a $12,000 client yesterday in the DMs. I did not need to say to her, hey, why don't you go check out my website? Hey, why don't you go check out my landing site for one-on-one private coaching? Because I don't need to send somebody somewhere. What I need to do is say, hey, I see where you're at. I see what you're struggling with. I see the business that you want to build. Let's link arms and let's do the damn thing together. Are you ready? That type of relationship and that type of messaging is never, ever going to come across in a website or in a landing page. So again, I encourage you to really go get to know people and build relationships before you ever start just building landing pages, sales pages, websites, all of those things. Quit being attached to the outcome. This is another huge thing when it comes to offers, sales, all of these things. When you can detach yourself from the outcome of what it is that you're selling and literally just have freaking fun, it's a game changer. So I put out things all the time that don't sell all the time. And I put out things all the time that sell like rocket chips because I don't attach myself to an outcome. I don't attach my worth to it. If I'm excited about something, I'm going to share it. But also, I'm not going to put my worth into something if somebody buys. I'm not going to say I'm a good coach or I'm a good mentor if somebody signs up. Or this is a good program if somebody signs up. If I'm excited about it, I'm going to be excited about it. And so often we we say like, oh, I have to get five people into this program. Or I have to get seven people into this program. Or I have to get 10 people into this program. And we're so focused on the number that we're in this like anxious energy. And when you're in this anxious energy, it comes out in your content, it comes out in your messaging, it comes out in your marketing, it comes out in everything. So when you actually remove that energy, sales become so much more fun, launching becomes so much more fun, your offers become so much more fun, and I promise you will have so much more fun. The last one is do not start selling to your audience if you've never even said hello to them. So what I mean by this is you start selling to people that you've never even built a relationship with. You just start selling to a cold market. And then you wonder why they're not buying, they're not converting. And it truly takes time to build an audience up. So a lot of people come to me and they say, hey, Jill, I put this offer out and it's crickets, right? Nothing's really happened. Well, have you warmed your audience up? Have you been talking to your audience? Do you have a warm market? Do you have warm leads? Do you have hot leads, right? Is there something that's actually happening here? Or are you literally throwing this out to a cold market? Are you engaging with your audience? Does your audience know you beyond just someone trying to sell them something? Right. So if you follow me on Instagram, which I'm assuming you do if you're listening to this podcast, or I hope that you're following me at the Jillian Murphy, you know that I'm talking to my audience every day. I'm getting to know them. It's not just me putting out offers consistently. Do I put out offers consistently? Absolutely. But I'm also getting to know my audience. I'm engaging with them. I'm asking about their kids, their relationship, their trip to Disney. 
um, their daughter going off to prom, their son being back from college. Like I'm getting to know my audience, not just selling to my audience. And if you're just showing up selling to your audience, you're going to one, burn them out. And two, you're not going to ever convert them because you don't even actually know them. And then I know I said the last one, but I actually have one more I'm going to talk about really quick. This is such a saturated space. And I know you're probably listening to this podcast right now and you think that you're talking about your offers a lot. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm talking about my offers so much. I don't know why people aren't buying them. You need to be talking about your offers like unapologetically. I just recently launched a program called Attraction. I'm not sure when this podcast episode will come out. But I talked about attraction so much that I was literally sick of using the word attraction. That's how much I talked about it. I talked about it on my text. I talked about it on my email. I talked about it in my Facebook group. I talked about it on my Instagram because the market is so saturated. And you have to be talking about things consistently, one, for them to stick, one, for your audience to know, three, for your audience to even know what it is that you have and for them to even start to build like what Jill is selling right now. So if you're selling something right now, I can almost guarantee you're not sharing it enough. So this is your permission slip, babe, to go talk about it more. If you're talking about it once a week, move it up to three. If you're talking about it three times a week, move it up to four and really start to share your offers more. So again, these are the do's and don'ts of launching and creating more offers. And I'm going to say it, if you are struggling with sales, you're struggling with your offers, you're struggling to create content, send me a DM. I would love to have a conversation with you because once you nail sales, messaging, marketing, offers, and pricing, that will be a game changer for your business. So until next time, have a great day. Happy selling. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.